What's up, world? Welcome to Dominate Life Podcast. I'm your host, Lando. As I normally like to start by inspiring, motivating people to do great things for themselves and for their future and for their happiness. Here's a quote from my man, Aristotle. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then it's not an act, but a habit. <laughs> I know, I know. It's a powerful message. It's a powerful, powerful quote from my man Aristotle. It just makes you think, you know. For instance, if we procrastinate in all areas of our life, sooner it will become a chronic disease. It's a bad habit, you know. Habitual procrastination can lead to hard problems, studies suggest. A new study has found that people who are prone to procrastination have a heightened risk of cardiovascular disease and high blood pressure, suggesting that intervention and better awareness could minimize the effects according to sciencealert.com. I believe that we have the power to change anything in our current situation and make it better for our benefit, for our own benefit, for our own future. He goes on to say, excellence, then it's not an act, but a habit. Like I stated before, if we procrastinate, then that's a bad habit. That will define who we are. It's not an act. It's a bad habit, period. We can change the things around us by start changing ourselves. Once we understand that, that this is not the type of life we want to live. With that being said, let's jump into what we came here for, everybody. I'm here to talk about technology, what's trending in the world. But before, before, I hope everybody is safe at their home, is taking precautions, making sure that you don't go out, you don't expose yourself to this virus because it is ridiculously dangerous i hope you guys are safe continue following protocols and very soon in the name of the lord we're going to be back to our normal lives this episode is sponsored by cash app cash app it's a mobile payment service developed by square incorporated allowing users to transfer money to one another using the mobile app as of february 2018 the service recorded 7 million active users if you haven't done so head to your ios or android application store and download cash app to start taking advantage of these services in addition, now you can invest with Cash App. Head to cash.app for more details in reference to how investing with Cash App works. All right, all right, let's talk about Samsung. Samsung, it's all over the news lately. They've been talking a lot about good, good products they're coming out with. One of those products is the Samsung Note 20. There's news, leaks, release dates, specifications, and rumors. Every year, there are certain phones we just can't help but get excited. I get excited all the time when it comes to cell phones. I've been, I've been since I got my first Galaxy Note, and I can tell you, my first Galaxy Note was the Note 2. The Note 2 was was one of those, you know, big phones that you know walking around just makes you kind of like you are kind of the man right and then you know jumping on i moved to the uh, no three the no three was one of those phones my favorite phones actually in that time um it, you know it introduced more premium design with a plastic leather packing um a 5.7 inch display 1080p display up to five minutes of 4k video recording usb 3.0 connector an expandable stylus 
uh, pen functionality, which I loved. You know, I feel like an executive. That was a long time ago. You know, as a kid, you, you, you have these little gadgets. You just feel cool, right? And the stylus was my favorite. I was able, I was able to just pull out the, the stylus and just, you know, write on the screen, make some notes, split the screens. It had multi-functional or multitasking features that no other phone during that time had. It was just incredible, incredible phone. And after the Note 3, I I, I didn't I didn't really get the Note 4 because it was the, like the same phone, same size, different processors and the speed, but it was basically doing the same thing. Um, but then I jumped into the Note 7. You know, the Note 7 was, was one of those phones um, where they integrated and they actually added the USB-C. It was actually the first Galaxy Note series with a, with a USB-C. And I got I got excited. It was actually my favorite phones of all at that time, right? You know, I was a kid, so actually 2016, that was about four years ago. <laughs> yeah, I was four years younger. <laughs> but yeah, it was, you know, it was a great phone. Um it's you know, uh it was announced during the press in New York City, August the second 2016 uh, it is largely based on the hardware of the galaxy at seven and it had great specs you know the the, the processor was amazing the camera um it, it was rated ip68 so you can just like throw that phone in the pool and the water was kind of impossible to get in um I forgot what was the meters on that or how much you can actually put the phone to the test but but there was a catastrophe that happened you know the problem with this phones is that they had a battery issue <laughs> it, it was it was pretty bad it was pretty bad they had to recall all note 7 globally due to this situation you know Samsung was trying to address the situation by kind of replacing them or fixing them and it was not a good plan, so they had to recall everything. They were just, you know, had a problem with the battery. They was just exploding for whatever reason. That Samsung kind of never addressed. I think they never addressed. Everybody knew what was the problem, but they just never kind of said, hey, we, we, we messed up until the end uh, where they said, well, you know what? We're going to recall them. Please return them back to us. Thank God my phone didn't blow up. But I was forced. I got an email from Samsung telling me as a consumer, I should return it. If I don't return it, I can't sue them or anything. I will be uh, it will be my own responsibility to actually, you know, keep the phone. But, you know, I didn't want to take the risk. So I returned it. I returned. I don't remember specifically the day that I returned the Note 7, but that was the day when I turned into the iOS operating system, and I fell in love with it. Since then, I never looked back into any Android device, never owned one after I had the iPhone 7. It was a great experience, but I just wanted to taste kind of something different. So I moved into the iPhone 7, which was actually released in September 2016. So it was a great phone. Um, I had the base model. Since then, I never looked back. You know, I, I always respected the Android OS. It's a, The operating system is just amazing. You can customize it to your taste. It's just an incredible operating system. I love it. You got the freedom. Um, you have the freedom to do whatever you want with, with an Android OS. And that's 
that's one of the main reasons why I will consider going back. And, you know, looking at this Note 20, it's an incredible phone. It's just unbelievable how Samsung, their displays are just amazing. I, I, I just love it, you know. So the specs on this one is actually is always powered by the, the latest and greatest from Qualcomm processors, meaning that the Note 20 will offer the Snapdragon 865. Um, we, we also they're actually talking about have a 12 gigs of ram with option to go all the way to 16 gigs of ram what what do you need that much ram in a freaking phone well the phones these days they're becoming like our main computer systems we don't we don't see people using computers anymore they're all day connected to their phones and more people are actually multitasking with their devices and this is a perfect perfect device for people to multitask you can split the screen um, you can run two windows at the same time i mean the things here in this phone are just like unbelievably great there it's just the features the the os experience is just incredible incredible something that the apple world or ios doesn't have so they're also talking about the storage capacity so samson impressed last year by making 256 the base model storage amount for the note 10 but according to a leaked model number uh for the note 20 smn 9821 this year's phone will come with just 128 gigabytes of storage that would be your base model that's still plenty of space i mean for most people right but but that's 50 percent year over year decrease isn't exactly what the consumer are actually looking for you know also the refresh rate um 120 hertz amlet display from the s20 will it probably is going to come to the Note 20. I'm assuming that's going to be the case. Uh, we just got to wait and see. They haven't confirmed anything. There was a actually commercial out that was leaked that it shows someone using the Note 20. They're saying that that's the Note 20 uh, based on the renders that people have put together. So we just have to wait and see. The stylus is gonna it's gonna make it back uh, they're actually upgrading the stylus with uh some couple of features like the the latency be between the actual pointer and the screen is going to be faster so it's going to feel more realistic it's going to feel like you know naturally you're writing on paper so that's the that's the whole objective here with the stylus it's 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 a very very nice phone to have and i might jump on it that, that all depends if there's something that kind of throws me off because i don't like it or whatever I, I might not get it but it's an incredible phone to to have uh, as a as a tech enthusiast that i am but yeah you know jumping into apple my favorite company right now you know when it comes to apple there's a lot of opinions and you are entitled to them you know i like apple because of the experience that i've had personally with the company and i know when i buy products from them i'm getting the best and it's not that makes me feel important or you know separated from the other from the other halves which is the android operating system no i i actually like apple products because you get the best for your buck and I've experienced it throughout the years having Apple products. I'm in the ecosystem. The ecosystem just works incredible for me. You know, if, I, if I'm doing something on my Mac and I don't finish it, I'm, I'm able to, you know, finish it on my, on, my, on, my, on my tablet or I can finish it 
on my phone. I mean, all this, you know, the hardware and, and the software experience, it's so intuitive and it's designed for that. It gives you that comfort that, you know, you're not going to miss out on anything when it comes to, you know, creating content, working on a project or whatever. So the experience for me, yes, you pay a little bit more, but it will last you for a long time as opposed to other Android phones out there in the market. You have to admit that most of phones in the Android world or Windows, they are more exposed. They are more controlled by a bunch of third-party applications. Apple, it's like it's your own neighborhood. And there's a leader inside of that neighborhood and it's taking care of every house in there. And you know you're getting the best service that is out there for that um for that for that neighborhood or that product or that company. But there are flaws. Apple is not perfect. It's not a perfect world. There are flaws. And I just found out Wired.com just actually reported a hacker found a way to take over any Apple webcam. So, you know, be careful. And I'm going to go through briefly through this for all my iOS users. Please be careful. Put a little, I don't know, a little sticker in your in your in your webcam. But this is what happened. You know, Apple has well earned a reputation for security. And that's that's a fact. Security within Apple uh, ecosystem and, op- and an Apple operating system as a whole, it's it's very secured. They they give you that that sense of of you know, you know, stress free kind of thing, right? But in recent years, its browser Safari has had its share of um, missteps. This week, actually, it was reported that a security research publicly shared. This was um actually a forum somebody shared a forum and and obviously a a research came from a research facility publicly share, shared new findings about vulnerabilities that will have allowed an attacker this in case will be any hacker basically to exploit three safari bugs in succession um, and take over a target's webcam or microphone on ios and mac OS devices. Apple patched the vulnerabilities in January and March updates, but before the fixes, all a victim will have needed to do is click on one malicious link and the attacker will have access to your to your device. I mean, that is crazy. You know, Safari actually encourages users to save their preferences for site permissions, like whether to trust Skype um, with microphone and camera access. And this was actually said by this uh, guy, Ryan um, Pickering, the security research who actually disclosed the vulnerability to Apple. So, you know, what an attacker could do with this and make a malicious website um, that from Safari's perspective could actually turn into Skype, you know, and the malicious site will have all the permissions that you previously granted to Skype, uh, which means an attacker could just start taking pictures of you and turn on your microphone or even screen share. It's crazy. Yep. We're not perfect. Well, actually, Apple, it's not perfect. There's there's flaws. They will address it. They will fix it. In iOS 14, just make sure that, you know, when you visit a website, you read the prompts if you get a prompt or, you know, go to your Apple icon and make sure yeah, you're up to date with the latest version that Apple has released, which is macOS Catalina. That's 
that's the OS that you should be. Um, I think it's uh, 10, 10.15.3. Yeah, that's that's the version. Uh, version 10.15.3 but yeah moving on to the next one youtube it's a hot topic right now a report recently came out that uh, they are they are working on their own version of the popular rival social media platform tiktok their version they're calling the shorts uh, reports show that youtube application will soon be home to a new application called shorts um, that's what they're calling it. <laughs> it makes sense. Short clips with uh, background music that you can actually act similar to TikTok idea. This feature is going to reside within the YouTube platform. So on the application, in the application, you're going to have a kind of like an extension icon where you can go into this feature and play with it whenever it releases. It will not be a standalone app. Um, basically, the whole objective here, it's brief videos available in nude feed. This feature, it's uh, going to be launched by the end of 2020. This is an effort to compete with the rise of TikTok yet successful application that it's just being the hot topic right now. Everybody's using it. Everybody's following the trend and they're People are becoming famous over the cool features that TikTok, uh, you know, has. So it's very exciting stuff. So by making Google, you know, kind of said that by making shorts, which is the feature inside of YouTube available inside YouTube um, applications, Google, uh, it's guaranteeing actually a built in audience. And what that means is you're going to have people that can follow you and that can see your content pretty cool stuff let's turn the page to zoom video communication and you know during these tough times uh due to this pandemic situation that we are experiencing and and we're going through this um i can speak for the united states but it's affecting the whole world um more people are getting connected to the internet and utilizing different applications to continue their lives and one of them it's a zoom application it's basically a communication app um it's an american remote conferencing service company that um just came out of nowhere I mean, they've been in business since 2011, uh, but they're being popular because uh, it provides a remote conferencing service that combines video conferencing, online meetings, chat, and mobile collaboration. I mean, it has all of that in one place. And most of the major corporations are utilizing this this application to continue with their you know day-to-day -day operations and try to keep the employees connected and make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing because of the whole quarantine situation that we are experiencing so far but there's a problem with zoom in their privacy settings they never address the issue but they're calling the problem uh zoom bombing it's basically um is basically screen sharing is a feature inside of a Zoom where you can share your screen, uh, but trolls or hackers or, or, or people that are really, really good at hacking systems um, are able to access these conferences and share basically violence 
uh, or shocking videos as far as pornography and stuff like that and share it um, inside of all the people that are actually attending the conference. And that's exactly what happened um, with with one of popular hosts from The Verge, uh, reporter Casey Newton and investor Hunter Walk. Suddenly, dozens of attendees were bombarded with disturbing imagery. A troll entered the call and shared um, two girls, one cup, and other horrifying sexual videos. Attempts to block the attack uh, were you know, by the host Casey, he tried to kind of block the attack and, um, but the attackers kind of entered or re-entered the conference using a different name. And this is what happens when you have the sharing uh, feature, screen sharing, anybody can actually access and, and just start sharing stuff um, while you have in your conference. The problem stems from Zoom's policy that the host does not need to grant screen share access for another participant to share their screen. Um, however, the host can actually disable this option in their settings or the admin controls a uh, of a call. So you can either change this in your pre-meeting settings or in a call administration settings for share screen you just got to go to like you know the advanced sharing settings so anyone publicly sharing zoom links where they could be discovered by trolls like on twitter um, should be sure to change screen settings to host only before a call starts or as soon as you know they see the feature being abused some tips from entrepreneurs alex uh, miller for other ways to protect your zoom calls include um, you can disable join before host so people can't um, cause trouble before you arrive enabling co-host so you can assign others to help moderate uh, disable file transfer so there's no digital virus sharing uh, disable allowed removed participants to rejoin so if someone joins the 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 conference um you know you can actually kick them out and they won't have access to rejoin again um so yeah this is this is what's happening today it's it's pretty disturbing what hackers are doing out there um in their world they're having fun they're 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 enjoying what they know best to hack uh, but for you know companies and uh, serious business owners that are holding their conferences uh, through these uh, digital media companies this is what we're we're facing right now this concludes our episode here at dominate life i want to sincerely thank you very much from the bottom of my heart i hope this episode was informative to you if you like what we're all about here at dominate life please consider subscribing you will get notified whenever we drop a new episode thank you for listening i'll catch you all on the next episode adios Thank you.